the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. How's it going, everybody? As you can tell, uh, it is not Pastor Joe because it is slightly younger and more handsome voice on the radio. It's me again. Uh, Joseph Jew Sutton or Junior, I guess people are calling me in the radio station. Um, but I am taking over the show today. Um, dad had some things that he had to take care of. So, you know, as a father's duty, I hop in and, and I come in here and I do what he asks. last minute. That's the best part about this last minute. So I'm in here. Um, but I did have something I did want to talk to you guys about. Um, so as you guys know, um, from the previous shows that I've done, um, I just finished up my uh, first headlining comedy tour. Um, And the title of it was called the brotherly love comedy tour. And I just kind of had a word on my heart to kind of share with you guys um, about just kind of the one, the reason why I named the tour, the title that I did and the message that I want to kind of give behind that. Um, So it's kind of one of those things that I was really praying about um, probably about a year and a half ago, just kind of asking God, what direction do you want me to take this tour? Um, it was on my heart to do this. Um, and it was just a, it was a time where a lot of stuff was going on. There was a lot of things going on. And, um, when I was praying and, and thinking about it, love was the thing that really hit home for me. Um, and I think, I think that's something that we kind of all, uh, take for granted one and two, just kind of, we we forget how important love is, especially in the the Christian lifestyle. Um, and so, and it was really weird because at the time Andy Mineo had came out with a song called "Love," and the title of the 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 chorus or what he said in the chorus is, "What we got if we don't got love." And so that really struck home for me. Um, that's kind of a urban dialect for the people who are very English minded, English major minded. Is what do we have if we do not have love? But you know, if you kind of shorten it with Ebonics, you know, uh, kind of hood talk, they call it what we got if we ain't got love. Um, and so that that concept kind of struck home with me because I was like, as Christians, what what do we have if we don't have love? And um, it's so it's so funny because nowadays it's something that we take for granted and we get so caught up in our different theologies and our different doctrines that we forget the most important doctrine that God left for us. And that is to love. And so you see that all throughout the Bible. And so if I could title this episode, this uh, episode, any type of like title, I would probably name it what we got if we ain't got love. And I kind of spoke on it a little bit um, at my church. I also, um, if you've ever been to a show, you know, I love to leave a little message at the end of my, 
my comedy shows because all my um, shows have a theme to them. And so um, this was kind of something that's been on my heart heavy. This is something that God has been kind of working on me as well as trying to dish out this 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 declaration of love. And so um, it was so cool to see that this tour and the tour was um, very successful. Uh, we did about 32 cities. Um, can't even remember how many shows we did, but it was a lot of shows. And uh, we just wrapped it up and just kind of like seeing where God took us with this message that me and my friend Jay had um, to spread laughter um, to as many places as we could. And to, to just bring that love. We, there was so many people from so many different cultures, so many different um, areas of life that came together for one purpose. And that was to laugh and, and to bring out the joy of the Lord. And so when I saw that, it really gave me, it really gave Jay um, and Josh, our DJ um, hope to, to see that love is possible. Love can happen. And it's something that we all need to strive for because you brought all these people in from different aspects of life and they were all there for one purpose and they were all laughing. They were all getting to know each other because we had this time um, where we had this time during the show where we would tell a neighbor to, you know, greet somebody that you've never met before, say hello, tell them your name, et cetera, et cetera. And just kind of seeing the interactions that people were having with each other or the laughter that people were sharing with each other really it really opened up a lot um, to just to just be, you know, just to see like that glimpse of God. And so I really want to talk about the aspect of love and and how important it is in our Christian lifestyle. And so, like, when you think of the word love, you think of it from in like an emotional standpoint or being in love with somebody. Um, but when you read the Bible, you see that the the word love or the theme of love is one of the most consistent and constant themes in the Bible. Like throughout the whole throughout the Old Testament, throughout the New Testament, you'll always see that theme of love. And so it's it's one of those things where we kind of we kind of push over and we're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love, love. But let me, I want to focus on this. I want to focus on this. And so um, we we get caught up in the word, but we don't get caught up in the action. And that's one thing that I've um, that I really want to stress is love is not just an emotion. Love is an action. When, when you think of that, that popular VBS verse of John three sixteen, we kind of take that for granted. Like when we're kids, it's like, Oh, that's the first verse that you have to memorize. You have to know John three sixteen. but the older you get, you the more realize how powerful that verse actually is. It says for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And so like, that's, I mean, I'm not saying that you guys have to give your one and only kids to, to, you know, to love one another. But the fact is that that type of love is the type of love that God has for us. And if we want to be called as a reflection of God, we have to love one another in that type of way. We don't have to necessarily sacrifice anyone, but we have to love one another as if, you know. And so when you think about um, the the word of love and and uh, you think about what's going on today, a lot of our problems could be solved if we loved one another and one of the, one of my favorite terms and I'm, I'm reading through the Bible, um, reading through the new Testament. I love the new Testament. It's like one of my favorite. Uh, well, that is my favorite, not one of my favorite cause there's only two testaments <laughs> in the Bible, but, uh, I love, I love reading it. And, um, I was reading through first Corinthians, um, and I came across, uh, first Corinthians 12, which is like, like kind of like the basis dope, you know, thing that people use with the spiritual gifts. Like that's like, 
that's like the uh what is it the signs like <laughs> the signs for uh i forget zodiac signs so that's like that's like a christian zodiac signs is first corinthians 12 where you see these spiritual gifts that people have um and it's like the gift of service the gift of speaking in tongues the gift of all these things and you know like people are always trying to be like what's my spiritual gift what's my spiritual gift i need to know my spiritual gift and people put out these tests and all these things like do you love to da, 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 da. and then it's like after they all of that they're like you are a parent like this is your thing and so we get so caught up in that and it's just like we're so hellbound on what our spiritual gifts are what is what is it what what can i bring to the table um as a christian what can i do to help with the church and so we we focus on that verse or that chapter and all these things all these dope gifts and then most of us stop there like we read that chapter we're done we're moving on to something else and we forget to move on to the next chapter which follows that which is first corinthians 13 and first corinthians 13 i feel like is is probably more important than the verse before it because that chapter is all about love and so when you see that next chapter it spends the whole chapter talking about how you can have all of these spiritual gifts you can have the power of tongues you can have the gift of service you can have the gift of teaching you can have all those gifts but if if you do not love one another or if you do not use these gifts out of love and if love is not in your heart none of it means anything and so sometimes we forget about that part and that part is more important because if there's no love behind your actions, if there's no, no love behind your teaching, there's no love behind your serving. If there's no love behind anything that you're doing, it referring to the gifts or just in general, it means nothing to God. And so I just want you guys to realize that it's just like and one thing that I've had to realize through my time is to check my heart. Where's my heart at? Do I truly love people through the midst of everything that I'm going through or everything that people have put me through? And that's one thing that just kind of been on my heart to just share with you guys, because love actually has the power to change people. Love is is the most powerful motive for change. You see it throughout the Bible. You see it throughout people's lives in general. Like I have people in my church that it had to be God's love that changed this person because when you, when you looked at how they were living or you, even myself, if I looked at how I was living, I realized that it there, there was, there was something there that I realized that God's love was eternal. God's love was real. And that's what changed my whole perspective on life. And so like, I love, I loved using the aspect of, um, cause we all claim to love God. And so like when you meet somebody and let's say you're looking at into a relationship. You're talking to this woman or this male and you're starting to feel them. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, yeah, I think I love this girl. You know, all of us, especially I'm speaking for the guys because, you know, I can't speak for the woman because I'm not a woman. But <laughs> you you know, you, you always have a friend who who found this girl and like his life has changed. Some of the things that he does has changed and you're just like what that is not the same person that i met two years ago and so that is kind of what god wants from us is that love to where it's like i can't do this anymore because i love this person and so like it's so it's so powerful and that's what god wants us to do is is to love him 
to the point where it's like, you know what? I love God so much. I got to give this up or I love God so much. I can't do this anymore. And so, um, and, and, and when we truly love, it becomes so much easier to give these things up because we love that person so much. It was like, I don't want to do anything that will hurt you. I don't want to do anything that could jeopardize my relationship with you. And that's exactly what God is calling all of us to do. And so, um, I'm going to read one, one verse that kind of, that kind of wraps up from what I've been seeing. And, and I read this, uh, actually a couple of days ago, um, cause I'm doing a read through the new Testament in 60 days, but it's looking like more like 66 days. Cause I, <laughs> I missed a couple, you know, everybody has those days where you just kind of miss up on the devotions. But, um, first John four sixteen uh, through 21 is kind of where I want to read. And, um, and this kind of sums up everything, but I'll probably go into more details after and starting at verse 16, it says, so we know the love. Oop, I just lost my place. I didn't bring my glasses today. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> so we know the love lives in that person that God has for us. And we trust that love. God is love. Everyone who lives in love lives in God and God lives in them. If God's love is made perfect in us, we can be without fear. <coughs> Just that that alone just kind of like is just like we can live without fear. What does that mean? Like, what do, what do you mean? And then it says on the day when God judges the world, we will be without fear because in this world we are like Jesus. Where God's love is, there is no fear because God's perfect love takes away fear. It is his punishment that makes a person fear. So his love is not made perfect in the one who has feared. And so when you read that. And and it's it's so cool because in this Bible, the top of the top of the heading says God love comes from God. And so when you read that and you think about that, you're just like, man, that's that's like what? How does what does that look like? And so you can't really truly love somebody if you're not striving to get to know that person, if you're not striving to to deepen that relationship with that person. And so if we truly say we love God like we do. We're we're working to get to know him. We're working to understand him. We're working to to deepen our relationship with him. And so when we do that, we learn to love. And when we love. Certain things don't become an issue to us anymore. Certain sins won't become a problem anymore. Like giving wouldn't be an issue or helping someone in a need wouldn't be an issue because we love God so much that we're doing it to please him. And so when we do that, it becomes unconditional love because sometimes and I'm going to be honest, I, I struggle with this as well as I struggle with the the conditional love. Like I, I love God conditionally, like I love God on this condition or God, I will love you if you hook me up with a couple thousand dollars in my bank account, <laughs> you know? And so it's so we, 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 we put these conditions on the love and that's not what God wants from us. We, we want, we want, he wants us to love unconditionally. He wants us to love without having to worry about, about putting conditions on anything or like understanding that, you know what? I love God so much that I'm willing to give up all these things. I love God so much that it doesn't matter if I get anything in return, because I know that in your presence, 
I feel at peace. I feel at love. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up the uh, the gift of love. And if I can leave you with anything, make sure you love one another. But make sure you do not touch that radio knob because we will be right back. This is Isaiah 61. We'll see you in a minute. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community, Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card you can't find. At AM 980 The Mission, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Mission Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Register at am980themission.com and click on the Fan Club banner. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Isaiah 61. And yes, we have sunshine when I found you. I'm talking about Jesus and my listeners. Thank you. I found you all when you tuned into the radio show. If you are just now tuning in, we are talking about the gift of love. And so kind of before the commercial break, I'm going to just give a quick wrap up of what we were talking about is um, we were just talking about how love has the power to change. Love has the power to to um, eliminate situations and issues that we struggle with and if we truly love God we will do anything to please him and so I kind of want to continue with that theme um, as we wrap up the show with uh, love is contagious God's love is contagious and so it's 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 really dope because when you when you've grown to to develop your relationship with God when you've grown to get to know him more you you get filled with with his his presence with his spirit and that one of those spirits is, is love and so when you have the God's love, you can't help but to spread it to the nations. You can't help but to to tell other people about it. Like, I don't know if you guys have any friends in your life or I have this one guy who uh, who he works the front desk at my apartment. His name is Chip and Chip is always happy, always happy, always caring, always giving to everybody that he comes in contact with. He works at eight in the morning and he gets off at five and he's always happy. 8 a.m. He's always happy. And I'm just like, yo, do you do drugs or something? I don't understand, (laughs) you know? And so, but like getting to know Chip, I realized that he's also a believer and he has that. He's the true definition of God's love. And so he's so filled with God's love that he's just happy to be in contact with other people. And he's not always saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. His actions are reflecting God's love. And so you can think of it kind of like a like we're we're mirrors. We're we're all mirrors. We're all images of God. We're all images of Christ. And God's love, you can say, is like sunshine. So when when sunshine hits mirror, it bounces off 
and hits whatever it's around. And so that's kind of like what God wants us to be like is to be mirrors of his love and to reflect his love and bounce that onto everybody that you come in contact with. And so like when you have that love and you're pouring it out and people are just like, I don't know what it is about that person, but I always like being around him because I feel loved. I feel caring. And then eventually they'll start to ask questions. And that's when you can begin to tell people about you know, well, you know, it's all about God. It's all about the love that he's given. And I want to spread that to you. And so when we have this love, it eliminates all things like we won't have issues with with racism or our murderous thoughts or bullying or or sexual thoughts when we truly love God, because the love for God cancels out those sins. And in first Peter four, it says, keep loving one another earnestly because perfect love cancels out a multitude of sins. Perfect love, genuine love for God will eliminate those things that we struggle with. Now, it'll take time. It's never easy. It'll definitely take time. But just being able to realize that, hey, I love God so much that I am going to try everything in my power not to do this because I know that it hurts him when I do this. And so and it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. We're all going to slip up at some point. Um, if people tell you that they're perfect, that's not true because we just we live in a sinful world. We're always tempted with something. And so it's always good to strive to be like Christ. It's always good to strive to be like God. And it starts with the art of love. And so. Everybody's going to be tested. Everybody's going to be tested when you when you hang up this radio or you turn off the radio station after the show, of course, <laughs> when you turn off this radio station, you're going to be tested your your love and your your love that you're practicing is going to be tested at some point today. Somebody's going to cut you off in traffic and your love is going to be tested. How will you react? You you might be driving on a highway and somebody's going 35 on a 60. It happens to me all the time. My love is it's tested. And it's so and so like the question that you have to ask yourself is, will you still love? Is that love still in your heart to the point where that those things won't affect you anymore? Like we all have people that we've been hurt by. I don't know if maybe you've been in a relationship or or uh, a family member or an annoying coworker or all these things like you've been hurt by. And so but like when you have that love of God, you're able to forgive, forget and move on. And loving someone doesn't necessarily mean like on an emotional level, like you have to be with that person, but just being able to love them no matter what. And but also know to learn from your mistakes. And if our goal is to be like Christ and to spread the good news, it's not possible. It's not possible if we don't have love, because love is the most powerful tool that God has placed in each and every one of us. And so with that being said, I'm kind of wrapping up the show. I got like two and a half minutes, um, but I, I really want to ingrain. And you probably heard me saying the word love like probably two million times by now. Uh, they did a study that if you repeat words, people will remember those things more and more. And so I want you, if you don't get anything from what I've been saying, which it's literally been the same thing the whole time, is to love one another. God is in the Bible. And Jesus says, love one another as I have loved you, as Christ has loved the church. And so those are the things that that you can pull away from. Those are, in in my opinion, love is the foundation the foundation and the building block of what we believe. So how can you call yourself a Christian if you don't love your neighbor? How can you call yourself 
loving God if you don't love the people that you're around, if you don't love the this people that you come in contact with. And love doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in a relationship with everybody that you come in contact with. That's not the love that we're talking about. The love that we're talking about is love that is genuine, love that is caring and caring for one another. The Bible says, and Jesus says, um, when you do or love the least of these, you do or love me. And so just kind of when you're going throughout your day, um, when you're at work or when you're trying to figure out um, or this coming weekend when you're trying to figure out what you're what you're getting into or or like you run into a situation because everybody has moments where they kids be acting a fool and and, you know, your love will be tested. You love them, but you have to, you know, you have to discipline them a little bit. But I want you to be able to love everyone no matter what their skin color is, no matter what their economic status is, be able to love. And I'm going to leave you with this. First Corinthians 13, 13 says, so now these three things remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So with that being said, the question of the day is what we got if we ain't got love. If you ain't known by now, I'll let you figure it out on your own. Thank you guys for tuning in to Isaiah 61. I am Joe Sutton. You can follow me on Instagram at the real juice Sutton or just follow me on Facebook at Juice the Comedian. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And we out of here. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.